Welcome to Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Chris. I'm Tyler. And I'm Brett. Again, along with us is producer Stan, Stan, the producer man. Now, I'm kind of surprised. Back. I'm surprised, right? Because Stan left about one and a half times last <laughs> yeah, episode. He did. He, sur- he, he walked out a couple times, didn't he? I'm pretty sure he promised no Chicago Bears jokes. That's, that's what it could be. I'm just... <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad he you know decided to stick it out and uh, do this producer special episode. So this is a this is a big one. Yeah, this is this is one that I think I've I've been looking forward to because we're going to talk about glassware and using the proper glassware for proper beers. If I can should see I the statement on your face already, Chris. Oh, I was going to yeah. say, should I put in like some crowd noise in the back and like? Ah, yeah, ah. We'll see if we can maybe digitally add something later. <laughs> Uh, before we get to glassware, I'm, I know we're going to talk about it, but I'm going to open up a beer while we have this conversation. Uh, it makes sense to open a beer, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. and I, I, I did jump the gun a little bit. Yeah, I'll try to happened. open mine because, you know, let's open her up. I can't seal the line completely, but I'm just going to do it. So what is everybody – I can't uh, seal the line completely. It steals the line completely. <laughs> exactly. It's not many words. <laughs> what, what, is everybody, what is everybody drinking tonight? Who wants to start that one off? Yeah, I'll, I'll start that off while you guys pour your pour your beers. So I am drinking a double IPA from Beer Lab called Even the Shadow. Nice. Interesting. And of course, I'm drinking it out of an IPA glass. Yeah, really? Really? That makes sense. Right? Uh, <laughs> uh, Tyler. Yeah. Okay. So I'm drinking the Jelly King uh, from Bellwoods Brewery, and it is the Raspberry Blackberry. And uh, we did have an article written in the Huron Citizen where I did make mention of one of my favorite beers was the Sour IP from Anderson. Um, But I think this one here is actually probably my favorite Um, or it's a, it's, it's a tie. So this one here is delicious and I'm drinking this. Chris, you want to tell everybody what, what I'm drinking this out of? That That looks like a, a tulip glass. I would almost consider it more of a snifter. Would you not? Well, it's, it's I, not, it's not to me, it's pretty interchangeable, but yes, yeah. we'll, we'll go with snifter or tulip, but yes, it is definitely the proper glassware for a sour. Tulip, snifter, it's all the same at the end of the day, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll touch on producer Stan's uh, beer that he's having this evening. Looks to be the Imperial Pumpkin Ale from Flying Monkeys. Uh, it's a, nice. That one's a strong one. I know I've had it myself. Um, lots of cinnamon in that one. And in terms of mine, I am having the Viva La Stout, which is a chocolate raspberry mm-hmm. cookie stout. That literally tastes like Vito Puff cookies uh, yeah, from, Sada, from Sada City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, a nice stout. It's a very good stout, for sure. All right, so we kind of went over the glasses that we're, we're drinking out right now. I think we need oh, to get a little I bit I didn't more. go over my glassware. I'm probably oh. in the wrong glassware, if you can see here. Oh, <laughs> no. See, I could have done this intentionally. Who knows? <laughs> i just wanted you, chris to correct me and tell me what, what you, should i have a stout out of what do you got there i raise it up a little i bit. believe it's just like a regular pint glass i believe i'm taking this out of yeah that looks yeah i of. mean you, you know you really can't go wrong with a pint glass like that but if you had a nonic pint it would be a little bit better but i'll let it slide this time i'll have to talk to the wife on that one yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this wife even makes appearances in producer specials. Right? Yeah, Amazing how that works. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So let's uh, kind of go into this a little bit then. I mean, this is just more free flowing, just conversation, a little bit back and forth. But um, I guess does does glassware matter? Let's start with with that, right? 
Yes, Chris, please tell me, does it matter? It definitely matters. So, yeah. and, and the reason why it matters is because you need to get the proper glassware to accentuate the parts of the beer that really get the proper taste and the proper smell out of the beer. So as we know, a big part of taste is actually smell. So if you can't mm. really smell something, it, you're going to have a hard time tasting it as well. So when you get the proper glassware, it brings the aromas out. Um, it gives head retention as well to certain right. beers that need that. So absolutely it matters. So I would say that it's, it's very similar to like wine, right? Like wine, you want to sure. make sure that you have a proper glassware for wine, right? So it aerates the uh, different kinds of um, beers the same sort of way that it does for wine. So it depends on the glass, right? So, I mean, we can go through a bit of um, the specific kinds of glasswares if you guys want and talk about that and then bring out different highlights of what that glass does for that kind of beer style. Yeah, like yeah. Let, let's Why do not? that. Yeah, Stan, Stan kind of compiled a little list for us here. So let, let, let's run through the first one, which is uh, if Brett's the, glass. If, if all the research is wrong, then we just toss this on Stan and say, oh, I don't know, that guy just oh, wrote it. Just let us, just let us throw him under the it's bus. It's almost like he might have like not actually wrote it. It's almost like he just like copied and pasted from some. Nah, uh, I don't think somewhere. so. I think this is I think this is uh, original research, if you will, and it, we might see a Chicago uh, uh, Tribune style of uh, citing this. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so, American pint glass. Speaking the, of American, yeah, the, uh, the first glass we're going with is the American pint glass, which we kind of mentioned. You're drinking out of Brett. So generally, it's about a 16 ounce glass. So that's like our 475 mil cans, um, which has. Uh, which is slightly wider at the mouth than the base. Um, and this is really like the the kind of glass that you're going to find at when you go to a restaurant and you order a beer. So right. it's really the most used, um, most Universal used glass. Color. Yeah. Yeah, no. So that's kind of the American pine glass, any kind of brew pub anywhere in the world, you're going to basically find something like that. Right. I'm staring uh, at a lot sure. of American pine glasses in my, uh, basement right now with my, my mantle on so makes sense <laughs> why but it's a lot of, it's a, the more remarkable ploy too in terms of breweries just giving out or not giving out but you can purchase them as well um american pine glasses in your basic 16 or 20 ounce uh, styles right yeah so that there would basically be your swiss army knife of beer glasses so if you're bingo if you want something that's probably the best comparison to it and then we move into so that's american pine glass then we move into like an imperial pine glass right yeah, so Imperial Pint Glass, you could it's also known as a, a nonic pint. So it's very similar to the American Pint Glass, but a little bit bigger usually. And it's got like a little bit of a, a dimple to uh, near the top to kind of help you hold it and drink it. It's really the go-to for British ales. Um, and so I was in England, I don't know, maybe six years ago, and every beer is served out of this kind of glass. So it's it's very common there. And here I was thinking Imperial City had their own line of pint glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I'm learning so much today. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> yeah. It's so, very informative. So the intent of that, that bulge near the mouth of the glass, um, it's intended, I guess, to kind of prevent the lip from the nicks of the glass when, when the glass tips, um, which is kind of interesting too. So it, it does serve a purpose. It's not like, hey, we're just going to make it look a little bit fancier. Yeah. Um, so the other kind of functionality of that is 
the stackability because you see non-ink uh, pint glasses all over the place. So it's an easier way for them to stack them too after they are clean. So then that way they, they can still separate from each other and they're easier to stack. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Thank you so much. I did a little bit of research too, just to Congratulations, know, make, sure, Tyler. make sure I seem a little bit intelligent on the old uh, glassware. I did virtually no research on this, so it's great. I'm not surprised. I'm just glad that you showed up, you know, that, <laughs> and on time. So, I, I like that. It's true. I was really on time today. What do we got next, Chris? What's uh, what's the next one we're gonna? Run yeah, through? next one we're gonna hit is the Pilsner glass. Um, so this is one where you'd probably want to drink your Pilsners and your lagers out of. Um, so it's tall, slim, and slightly wider at the mouth, which is kind of you know common theme that we might be seeing. Um, but yeah, it's just it's able to help retain the beer's head um which keeps the aromatics of the beer and we know like pilsners and lagers usually they have kind of like a light fluffy head which is really important to the beer i think one of the things that we should probably point out is when you're pouring uh, your beer into said glass is don't do just like a complete tip up and and flip it in right (laughs) unless you want all head yeah, you're going to get a bunch of head on that. And if you listen to the main episodes, you know how much we uh, talk about the, the head retention. So, Who doesn't um, like some good head, right? Yeah. So, uh, Brett, In is there, their beer. Brett, is there, is there any kind of beers that kind of would be uh, common with this? So mostly you're going to see them from uh, Vienna Lagers, uh, Blonde Ales, which is my one of my favorite styles of beer, Blonde Ales. Uh, some California Commons, uh, Wheat Beers, and Japanese Rice Lagers which are very uncommon around uh, the Ontario area. Yes. Right. So with a Pilsner glass too, is like just, it kind of shows off the carbonation of the beer. And we've seen this with other kind of Pilsners that we've had is that you could see that, that bubble kind of formation run from the bottom of the glass to the top of the glass. Mm-hmm. And because of the shape of that glass, you get this kind of, I don't know, a reverse cascading effect, if you will, of the bubbles uh, for the carbonation that are, are just running through the, the tall lengthy glass. So it's a beautiful glass. It is. So the next one is a tulip glass or also known as a Belgian glass. So basically what that what it is, is it's a bulbous body with a flared lip um, and it does have kind of like a stem. It's almost like a a smaller wine glass. Um, So really they're designed to capture head and promote aroma and flavor of Belgian ales and other, you know, malty and hoppy beers. But we also will drink sours out of these type of glasses, too. So the one right. thing I find about tulip glasses is that we were talking about the head earlier, is that when you're pouring into a tulip glass, you see maybe a little bit more head, then you almost have some more overflowing of your beer sometimes on on a tulip glass, in my personal opinion. Maybe it's just the way I pour. I have no idea. But- well, yeah, because of their shape, they're a little bit harder to pour into, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but it is definitely more difficult to pour into it. Yeah, and we're, we're going to be posting <laughs> some pictures of some of the glasses so everybody gets a bit of a perspective on it, right? Because this is a podcast and we're talking about something that is more visual. Right. Uh, so we're trying to do the best kind of like audio kind of representation of something that is very visual. But um, the tulip glass, um, similar to kind of like the snifter, as we talked about, as I'm drinking it right now, um, allows kind of more for like a fun, playful kind of experience because it does follow that uh, wine experience uh, mm-hmm. with the swirling kind of action of it, allowing um, air to aerate the the, uh, the fluid inside. So that, for instance, this is a sour 
and uh, just kind of um, increases that sensory experience. And I, I, I honestly think this is probably my favorite kind of glass. If I had to pick one, I also enjoy sour, so I'm drinking out of them more frequently. <laughs> but, but, but I, I, lo- I love the glass, and that's why you, you kind of see this um, wide body, right? And the, it really facilitates the ability for the air to get in and increase that aroma. And that's why it goes from wide body to kind of like a thinner open mouth. So then that way, when you're using your nose to smell it, you really get this kind of uh, funnel effect. Those glasses always have like a nice hourglass figure, right? Yes. Yeah. Mostly yeah. what I'm looking at. Right. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think they're the most appealing glass in terms of pouring a beer into, personally, right. in my opinion. Yeah, you get Visually, a good pic- they're very nice, yeah. Yes. A good picture on Untapped, but that's just it. Is It kind of funnels that uh, that aroma up to your, your nose. And as we were talking about, is sometimes you drink off the nose first, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it, the goblet and the chalice is very similar, um, very similar to the tulip glass. So probably, probably don't need to, uh, to kind of touch on that too much, but they're, they're just very similar. It's a lot of kind of small variations on, on different glasses. It's more so what we would have drank the, um, cowbell almanac out of, right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And so that's, that's kind of like the, the, the thistle kind of glass, right? Is just more of like a, a curvier version of a tulip, right? Yeah, exactly. It's just kind of, again, more variations. And, and the thistle glass kind of comes from Scotland. So you see a lot of Scottish ales drunk out of those, out of that glass. So it's yeah. the fat version of the tulip. Like it. It's, yeah. I, I, it's just more, it's more curvy. I think it's got like a, it's, it's more curvy at the top and then it goes skinny and then it kind of goes to that. Uh, and that has like kind of a, a bulb in it. It's very bulb interesting. At the bottom. Yeah. yeah. Let's and go then, down to Chris, Chris's favorite glass. I'm going to just spew it out. This has got to be your favorite glass. That's true. It might be my favorite glass. So the IPA glass, um, you've seen it on, on probably, I think we've done an IPA almost every episode. So you've seen this on our Instagram and our untapped. So it's uh, got kind of ridges at the bottom. It, it's a, it's smaller at the bottom and, and bigger at the top. Um, I just love these glasses. They're great to hold. Um, they again, head retention is awesome in these glasses. Easy to pour into, and you get just great aromas from these glasses. Bert, do you have anything you want to say about the? Well, I'm just going to say the IP glass, especially with the market one that uh, we had in the last episode. It looks yeah. that one. The Rome Hazy in that market IPA glass looks absolutely fantastic. Just looks like you want to drink more and more of it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I think the with an IPA glass too is it allows for like just the temperature, right? So because the way that the shape is and where you're holding it is mm-hmm. like you're kind of warming up the beer enough, but not to a point of like it's, it's, it's too warm by the time you're finishing it. So you really get this nice temperature balance with it. So maybe I should go to actually what uh, I'm drinking. It's a stout. I should be actually be drinking it out of a stout glass. I'm actually not doing that because I'm I'm the worst. Uh, but actually, this <laughs> stout glass was designed by Spiegelu. Now I know that's a fancy big word, so I don't know if I'm getting that right. Uh, so my bad. <laughs> but it was actually in partnership with Left Hand Brewing Company from Colorado and Rogue Ales from Oregon. Nice. I don't, I don't know if you knew that. Hmm. So I, I actually now. did research. So you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> good, good job man yeah and, and the, the stout glass is very similar to uh the ipa glass it's just often like they won't have the ridges at the bottom it'll just kind of be flatter at the bottom so yep. um and then the the wisen glass which is very common 
for wheat beers. Uh, so you'll see a lot of these in, in Germany, probably because that's where a lot of the wheat beers come from. Um, and yeah, that's just a nice, that that's kind of like the hourglass shape. It's a really nice shaped beer glass. Yeah, a little bit more of a blown out kind of IPA kind of glass. Very similar in shape in a way, but just a little bit more blown out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should we should we get an idea in terms of what Stan's favorite glass is? Because technically, he this is his episode. This is what he wanted to do. I, I don't so see any notes Should yet, he tell us? We'll put that on the agenda. What his favorite glass is. We'll put that on the agenda for Stan, but we'll kind of move through some uh, okay. some other ones here. But. I just wanted to get him involved, man. Like, you know, it's his thing. And we're just taking <laughs> It's like yeah, he doesn't well, even have a voice. All right. Well, let's just move down to it then. So Stan's favorite is a beer mug. Oh. So this is, you know, they come in a variety of different shapes and sizes. Some even have dimples. So I don't know oh. if Stan is, I don't know if Stan just is, you know, um, a big fan of dimples, but maybe. Maybe. Is. So Could be. So, that's nice, but it's it's the classic you know pub glassware. So right, uh, you, you see you see beer mugs all over the place. Exactly. Try to join um, as many mug clubs as you can. Yeah. yeah. Right at the end of the day. Yeah. That's one and thing that COVID has ruined is mug clubs. And, and check That's with true. your with your local breweries, right? And see what kind of uh if they have a mug club. And uh yeah. So that, that's that's beer mugs, that stands number one, you know, favorito. Um what do we want to move on to next? Well, let's talk about the stang glass. So um it it's gets its name it's a it's a kind of a weird name but it gets its name from the german word for pole and it's very narrow uh straight and cylindrical so literally it's just a cylinder uh so very similar to a champagne flute but without the stem basically hmm. i did not know that yeah i don't think i've ever had a stang glass in terms of i don't think i've ever seen yeah. one of those in my life you, you'd see that with like a coal or a lambic or a goza a czech pilsner i guess and i might actually have one now that i'm thinking about it because uh, i do have one i believe from a, a czech pilsner yeah mm. good for you good for yeah. you you almost have that you have that glass but chris doesn't have that glass I well, don't. Just, have I'm thinking awesome. I got one, but it's a branded, I believe, from the Czech Pilsner. But uh, um, okay. do, 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 do. let's 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 skip that one. Let's go, let's move on. Do you want to do that one? Do you want to move on to the next one? I don't even know what a tiku is. So yeah, let's, skip that one. Let's move on. We don't have to talk about every no. single glass. Let's, no, come on. You know, this is a producer special. We do whatever the hell we want. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> glass beer boots. Das boots. Das boot. Chris, hit us with some info. Well. I mean, it, it's kind of just what it sounds like. It's shaped like a, a boot. Um, so I, I think, Tyler, you have a glass uh, a beer boot, don't you? I do, yeah. I uh, got one at a restaurant one time. Did you steal it? No, I – well, I – okay. Here's the thing. You could pay a little bit extra. I thought I paid the bit extra. I didn't pay the bit extra, and nobody stopped me when I walked out. But I honestly was like, oh, yeah, no, I bought it. And people are like, no, you had to pay the extra $5 for it. I was like, I thought I did. So I don't know <laughs> if I did or did not at this point in my life. It was like 20 years ago, it seems like, but I just don't know. So You bought a beer glass when you were 10 years old? <laughs> <laughs> don't worry Apparently. about it. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, so things the, are different that, back then, the, I guess. The beer boot eventually made its way to North America thanks to returning to, uh, World War II soldiers. So there's a little bit of history for you. Nice. Good stuff. Good Not stuff. Bad, eh? Not bad. Now, what else do we got? Come on, Stan. <laughs> Let's go here. Good lordy lord. 
Is there anything else that we should talk about in terms of beer glasses? Well, I, I just want to say, like, it's certainly important to use the proper glass bear wear, but even more important is just to use glasses in general. Like, don't drink your beer out of the can. Don't drink it out of the bottle. You're not going to get the best experience. Pour it into a glass. You know, sometimes when I'm having a few beers a night and I'm having different kinds of beers, um, it creates a lot of dishes, which sucks, but, you know, it's worth it. <laughs> the one thing yeah, I will I'm say, sure. though, is make sure that you keep your glasses clean as For well. Sure. So when, you, when you take a picture of your beer posted on Tapped or your social media, you can tell if a, a glass is clean or unclean. Yeah. Yeah. Just and one, one trick I use is, uh, so my daughter no longer uses bottles, so I use the bottle brush to clean nice. uh, the glasses. So sometimes it's hard to get into the bottom. So The more you good, know. Good little trick. All right, let's wrap this puppy up. Fine. Uh, pour, pour another beer uh, offline. But yeah, so that's it for today's uh, producer special. Uh, we hope everybody learned a thing or two, maybe three or four things. Maybe. Um, about, you know, the importance of drinking your beer from the proper glassware. And again, if you want, make sure you post your glassware. Send us, slide it into our DMs. Let us know what you're drinking out of, what the beer is. Tag the beer, tag us. That'd be great. Yeah, so thank you again for listening. Keep on listening. Remember, every Thursday, as Craft Beer Connoisseurs releases a new episode. And just remember out there to stay thirsty, drink responsibly, and also don't drink and drive. So, from all of us and producer Stan, I'm Tyler. I'm Brett. And I'm <laughs> Chris. I was like, I'm Brett. Right You're right. I am. I am Brett. You're right. And together, we are the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Uh, and also, we did post a uh, story on our Instagram today regarding um, uh, proper glassware. So today, as in the day in which we were recording. So it's going to be a, a couple, couple days behind, <laughs> behind when we actually post this. But right now, we're at a 50-50 on um, what kind of glassware do you drink a uh, sour IPA out of? So It's about... Yeah. It was a it was a fifty fifty split between I believe it was a IPA glass and a tulip. So hopefully, even, you even though we in. screwed up the ending, I mean, at the end of the day, we are still a craft beer connoisseurs, and that's what matters. Yeah. <laughs>